right, welcome back into the Nick Bob podcast. A little bit of an emergency podcast because of the big news out of Omaha today in the Creighton basketball world. I am taping this. It is about uh, 10 o'clock at night. I got all my children asleep and in bed, and I've gone down to my podcast studio and jotted down a few notes. Just wanted to give you guys a quick, instant reaction to the news that Ryan Nemhard, Creighton's starting point guard, entering the transfer portal just sent shockwaves in the college basketball world and in Omaha uh, this afternoon. And the rumor is that he will be Arizona will be the the final destination. So, wow. Again, want to give you guys my kind of gut reaction with this. And, And I'll tell you, my reaction, shocked. Shocked. I, I just recorded a podcast. It was the la- it was basically the t- I've recorded a, a couple of pods this week, and it's on my podcast feed. I, I recorded a pod trying to predict what would happen with Creighton's roster, and I went player by player and put players in different categories and tried to guess what was next for them. Are they going to leave? Are they going to transfer? Are they going to stay? What's going to happen? And I put Ryan Nemhard in the He's coming back, right? Category. Where I left the door slightly cracked open that he may leave just because it's 2023 and with this transfer portal and NIL world, you kind of just never know. But still, I would have put my confidence level at honestly about 99% that Ryan Nemhard was going to come back to Creighton for his junior season. So... Even though I left a slight chance of this, it doesn't alter my reaction that I am shocked. And I think the reason I'm so shocked is because from purely a basketball standpoint, there is absolutely zero logic behind this in my opinion. None. Let me let's lay out Ryan Nemhard's basketball situation at Creighton. So he's a two-year starter. He has a head coach that loves him and believes in him. He played basically the entire game, every game, 34 minutes a game. He's got the ball in his hands the entire game, runs the show. He's a double-digit scorer. The system that he plays in fits him perfectly. His team was winning. They were just in the Elite Eight, for crying out loud. And he was going to be the starting point guard again for a preseason top 10 team that is a legit Final Four national title contender. That was Ryan Nemhard's basketball situation. And he looked at that situation and said, nope, I'm out. I'm going in the portal. Ryan Nemhard had what every single player in college basketball is looking for. And he transfers. Like, again, I just, I don't get it. From from a pure basketball standpoint, this doesn't make one ounce of sense for me. And, you know, when you have all of that that I just laid out and you want something more or think there is something better out there, I guess you just, you, you lose me. And so it just doesn't make sense. But while it may not make sense... I can only conclude that it clearly, likely makes dollars. I have to believe that NIL is the main driver behind this. I just have to. Like, that's the only logical element to this that I can look at. 
and even though he's yeah he's from Canada and technically students here, you know, there's whole stuff with like you know students from from outside the United States say can't get nil money, but come on, yes they can. There are ways to around the loopholes to get the money where it needs to be and all that stuff. And I, I got to assume that money is a big part of this decision. I just got to assume that. I don't know any specifics. I don't know anything in particular, but it stands to reason to assume a big amount of money is involved here. And I will say this. What's interesting is it's my understanding that Creighton's NIL situation is solid. That's my understanding. I'm not, I'm not saying Creighton is shoveling out enormous amounts of money in a, in a crazy, flashy, ridiculous way. But I also think Creighton is solid in, the, in, in this area. I mean, there's a lot of money in Omaha. There's a lot of money. But I have to think on some level, money has is, is played a big role in this. Because, again, any sort of basketball assessment with this decision, it's, it's straight up a bad decision in my opinion. The Nick Bob Podcast is powered by Runza. You know, there are a lot of ways to, to greet someone. Hey, hi, hello, what's up? Another way is, what's popping? Well, here's the thing. That greeting has taken on a new meaning now because the answer to what's popping is now Runza's new popcorn chicken. That's what's popping. Runza's new popcorn chicken is amazing. Little, bite-sized, delicious, all-white meat chicken that make any day better immediately. I love them. My wife loves them. My kids cannot get enough. Two-year-old Mac, six-year-old Mava are constantly wanting to get it popping. Great for a snack, great for a meal. Pair them with the best crinkle fries on planet Earth, and you are set. All I got to say is you need to get out to a Runza location nearest you and get it popping. What's so hard to understand about that? Get it popping with Runza's all-new popcorn chicken. Runza makes it all better. So, and also, like I mentioned, Arizona is the rumored school. Just trying to touch on a bunch of things here. Arizona is the rumored school that that Nemhard is, is going to be headed to. And who knows if that's the case. But I, I do know this. It does make sense when you think about it and connect a handful of dots where – Ryan's older brother Andrew was at Gonzaga when Tommy Lloyd was the assistant there. Tommy Lloyd is now the head coach at Arizona, so there is a relationship in a roundabout way there. Plus, Arizona's starting point guard, Kirk Creesa, uh, transferred after the season. He ended up just committing to West Virginia, so Arizona is in need of a point guard. So there are dots that connect here that do make sense of Ryan Nemhart in Arizona. We'll see. I don't know. You, you never know. Maybe we'll get in the portal. Something will happen. I, who knows? We'll see. I do want to stop for a second and just and, and say this. I really like Ryan Nemhart. He's a good dude. He's a good player. I've always enjoyed my interactions with him a lot, and I certainly loved watching him play basketball. I want to make that clear. But... Just because I like Ryan Nemhard doesn't mean I have to like or agree with every single decision that he makes. And, and just because he makes this decision that I don't like or agree with doesn't mean that I hate him and good riddance and I'm rooting against him and all this stuff. Like, no. I say this all the time. Multiple things can be true at the same time, and you can hold multiple, sometimes even dueling thoughts 
in your head. I wish Nemhard the best of luck, but I think he's making a bad decision from a basketball standpoint. I just, I don't get this decision at all. And sometimes it's the actions and decisions of the people you like and respect that can elicit the most emotion from you. And I think that's what's happening here a little bit, for me at least, as I've sorted through this here. You know, again, it's it's about 10 o'clock at night on Thursday, April 6th, so the news hit you know earlier this afternoon as I've kind of absorbed it. But, man, the, the, the transfer portal is complicated, man. It, it is it is complicated. The portal giveth, the portal taketh away. You know, I nothing will bring out hypocrisy quite, quite like tran- the transfer portal for fans, for people, for everyone. Like, you know, even for, for a lot of Creighton fans, you, you love the transfer portal when Marcus Foster's coming to Omaha and Maurice Watson and Baylor Shireman and Denzel Mahoney and Damian Jefferson and now Isaac Trout. You love the portal when those guys are coming in, but you hate it when Nemhard's going out, right? Like, that's when the portal's Oh, that, no, that's uh, no, no, no. That's when the portal's bad. And so I, I'm, I'm fully aware of the hypocrisy that can ensue in discussions around players and around the transfer portal, depending on your vantage point and how you're viewing this thing. I'm fully aware of that. Okay. And I've always said this, it is dangerous to paint with a broad brush when it comes to transfers, Right. I always used to drive me to all transfers are quitters. No, that's not true. All transfers are selfish. No, that's not true. It's dangerous to paint with a broad brush. And it's getting even more dangerous because now with the portal and being eligible immediately, the pool of players in the portal has tripled, quadrupled over the years. But like I said, the transfer portal is complicated. Some transfer for the right reasons, some for the wrong seat for the for the wrong reasons. Some are are get forced out by their head coach. Some leave on their own decision. It just varies. But the NIL involvement into this adds a layer to it that makes it really hard to size up for me. Because for me, when, like, for, for me, for you only went into the portal, like, if you absolutely had to, if you were like, it, like, you, no one just willingly wanted to transfer, you know, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years ago, right? So, the, but, but NIL has changed some of this stuff. And being eligible immediately certainly changed it, but NIL changes it even more. Because for me, when someone has a great basketball situation and leaves and appears to leave, potentially, one of the main motivating factors is is seeking out a big bag of NIL money, I don't know how to view that in my head. I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm still working through that in my head. I'm all for players getting paid. I sincerely am, and I'm also all for player freedom, player mobility. I'm all for that. But is is this what the sport is going to become? Like you can go play ball out, and even if you're in a great situation, you just seek out the highest bidder and leave. You just you you find the biggest 
check and and go there is that is is that what is that what it is you know loyalty all this just all that just gone I don't know man I mean everyone has a right to do what's best for them however they see fit but that doesn't mean I have to like it or agree with it completely and again hip hip hypocrisy alert, like if it's good for coaches to seek out the biggest bag of money and take that job, why is it good for the players? Like I get it, but there are just there are, there are layers to this thing. I, I don't think, sometimes I think we paint a world like, do we all want to paint a world, do we all want to live in a world where money is the only thing that matters? I'm not saying money doesn't matter. Again, like this drives me nuts. People want to make things black and white. There's way more gray in the world than just black and white. This is a lot of gray. Yes, money matters, but money can't be the only thing that matters. Again, everyone has a has it, you know, everyone has their right to do what's best for them and however they see fit. But again, that doesn't mean I have to like it or agree with it completely. And so I'm just not sure. You know, this isn't a new topic. Like, you know, I mean, the transfer portal, NIL, that combination, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out over the course of the next handful of years. You know, it just you, – you, you, there's a part of me that feels like, man, this – I don't know the the viability and health for the sport at large. I don't know how all this impacts it. I mean, there's a reason professional sports leagues have contracts with years attached to the deals. Like, it feels like we're trending towards that, Right. Because it's the best way to do business for almost all parties involved. So I don't know, man. But, you know, like when Hunter Dickinson is in the portal and Ryan Nemhard is in the portal, dudes that had from the outside looking in the holy grail of basketball situations and they are in the transfer portal, that's a little unsettling to me. The Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, and I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it, and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors by Pella won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big-time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low-E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And again, this is why it's hard to paint the portal with a broad brush. Because for every situation, you go, man, what WTF? What's up with that? There are situations where you go, that makes sense. Players like Baylor Shireman and Sam Griesel are examples of transfer portal moves that I think made sense for the most part. They put in years at a school. South Dakota State, North Dakota State. They played great. They earned the chance to play at a higher level in a better conference, and both got to come home. That all makes sense to me. Derek Walker and Jawan Gary weren't starters at SEC schools. They weren't focal points of a team's front line. They wanted more playing time. They go to Nebraska. They start at the four and the five. That makes sense to me. 
even Marcus Foster ran into some issues at Kansas State. Basically, Bruce Weber dismissed him from the team. It makes sense for him to head to Omaha and play at Creighton. Maybe you aren't happy at a school. You don't. You, you don't like. You're you're you don't vibe with the team. You don't like. Everything. And I suppose it makes sense for you to find a place where you're happy. Maybe there was a coaching change. Coach gets fired. Here comes a new coach. It makes sense for you to hit the portal. Maybe you've put in three or four years at a school and have graduated and won a new adventure, a new challenge for your final year. I suppose that makes sense. Maybe you want to take a swing and a crack at a higher level of basketball, whether it's Ryan Hawkins going from Division Two to Division One, or Denzel Mahoney going from Southeast Missouri State, the Ohio Valley Conference, to Creighton in the Big East Conference. I suppose that makes sense too. Maybe you want to win. The school you're at isn't winning, and you want to crack at a higher level of winning and maybe get into the NCAA tournament, going deep in the NCAA tournament. I suppose that makes sense as well. Or maybe you just want to come home. You're homesick. You want to be closer to family, closer to friends. That makes sense too. I could go on and on, but you get the point. There are numerous examples of people that enter the portal for the right reasons and end up making a move for the right reasons. But that doesn't change the fact that the portal overall feels like it is out of control. Because I also think you can comb through a lot of those situations and kind of go, okay, like, was the reason just seeking a big bag of money? I don't know, man, right? Like, some of the situations you can go, probably makes sense. We could sit in a boardroom and just go through, all right, let's look at this person's decision. Okay, that makes sense. Next person, you go, really? Why? Oh, NIL. Or, oh, this. So again, I guess I'm just, I'm, it's going to take a little bit for me to, to sink my teeth into all this stuff and how I feel about it, you know? Because I'll also be, as I'm, maybe it's just too late and I need to go to bed, but I'll be, I'll be maybe too honest with you guys. I think why this Nemhard situation is really, it really hit me today. I think, and as I've kind of, as the days wore on and I've, I've let it sink in for a handful of hours, I think one of the reasons it's hit me is because I, I transferred. And this extends beyond just Ryan Nemhard, but he's the case in point in the moment for me. I transferred. And I know what that experience was like for me. It was rough. And listen, we all carry our own baggage with us mentally and subconsciously when assessing and digesting something. And for me, in my 38 years on this earth, the decision to transfer from Kansas is still one of the hardest decisions I've ever made. It killed me inside. It fucking tore me apart. You ever you ever be going through it have you ever been going through a really, really hard time? And basically every single day you wake up, you're walking around and you, you know, you, you look like you're okay, but you can feel that like tears or, or getting really emotional. Like it's just basically right there all the time, right beneath the surface, ready to bubble over. That's how I felt for a month or two in Lawrence, Kansas, towards the end of my sophomore year. 
I worked so hard. This was my dream, and it just wasn't working out for me. And it killed me to leave. To have to tell my teammates, I'm leaving you, I mean, it was really, really a hard conversation to have. To have to tell my coaches, I'm leaving you. And I'll never forget one of the hardest things about it. I'm going to get emotional talking about it, man. But one of the hardest, like I'll never forget when I, 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 the news hit, I was, you know, I was transferring. I had told my team and the next day I came to get something out of the locker room and to workouts and it was instantly different. Instantly. We were, everybody was still, it's not like everybody hated me or anything, but it was just like when I walked in there, I was, I was no longer like, you know, when you walk into a room and you're, you're, you know, when you're family and you know, when you're like, you're not, I'm telling you guys, the, the very next day, it was different. It was brutal. But my basketball situation was just so shaky in terms of playing time and all that stuff that I felt like I had to do it. I had to transfer to give myself the best shot at playing. I plowed through all of that pain in the name of giving myself a better basketball situation. So I guess for me, knowing how hard transferring was for me, I just have a hard time when a player has what 99.9% of players are dying to have, and they transfer. I do struggle with that. And that is a big part of what I'm wrestling with in the moment. And again, this isn't just about Nemhard. There are a lot of people that are similar to him, but he's the case in point. There is a part of me that when I hit this news, when I heard this news, I just wanted to find Nemhard and grab him and be like, bro, are you fucking serious? Starting point guard, play the whole game, ball in your hands the whole game. Your team wins. You play in front of 17,000 fans every night on national TV every game. You're in the perfect system that fits your skill set. You are playing for a head coach that loves you and believes in you. You have a chance to go to the Final Four next year, and you are leaving all of that? Like, I know I can't be like that, but God damn, bro. What? My basketball soul just can't ride with that. Like, now again, I get it. Everybody's different. I don't know what's going on inside of Nemhard's heart, in his mind. I don't know the specifics for him. And the, the money situation, assuming that's a part of it, which is a pretty safe assumption to make. And listen, everyone has a price. I know we all hypothetically wouldn't do anything for money until a check is in front of us and you go, well. Damn, that's a, how many commas? That's a lot of O's. So I I don't want to act like I'm better than anyone else. But I just can't shake the basketball filter of viewing this. And any way you slice it, this doesn't make an ounce of basketball sense, in my opinion. It just doesn't. And you know what? Like, this doesn't hurt my Creighton heart. Ah, bah, you're just, you're mad because it's crazy. It doesn't hurt my Creighton heart. It just kind of hurts my basketball heart. It really does. I hope Nemhard thought this through, man. And I hope this all works out for him. Because, man, this is a 
huge decision he is making. There are a lot of pains you can deal with in this world, but the pain of regret is maybe the most cruel pain of them all. And I hope that's not something Nemhard has to wrestle with and deal with when all this is done. Because, listen to this, before I shift gears and talk about something else, just kind of finish this pot up here, I want you to listen to this. Here's Greg McDermott in the post-game press conference after Creighton's second-round NCAA tournament win just a few weeks ago, their second-round NCAA tournament win over Baylor. Here is Greg McDermott talking about Ryan Nemhart. I remember the first time I saw him play in Vegas in a side gym, uh, sitting there with Coach Huss and said, uh, we were watching actually somebody else, and I said, who's that little guy from Canada? And he said, well, his brother's at Florida. He's probably going to go to Florida, and we kind of dismissed it, and then Andrew ended up leaving Florida. And, uh, but I fell in love with him the first time I watched him play. Uh, you know, his expression never changes. Uh, he's, he's a, he has the type of a demeanor that you want the rest of the team to look to because he's never going to be rattled. He's never going to get too high when things are going well, and he's never going to get too low um, if he's struggling. And, you know, that, to me, that's one of the characteristics that um, has to be with a great point guard, and, uh, and he has it. And he doesn't need to score to impact the game tonight. He scored. Man. That's what Ryan Nemhart is leaving. Ugh. So with Nemhard heading out the door, you 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 hope this doesn't create for Creighton's sake. You hope this doesn't create a domino effect for other guys with looming decisions. And I'm most notably talking about Kalkbrenner, Trey Alexander, Baylor Shireman, Arthur Kaluma. Although I I still anticipate like I've always felt like Kaluma is the one guy that feels like he's ready to go pro. But you, you haven't heard anything yet. But you just hope that this doesn't create a domino effect for the other guys with looming decisions. You hope that the point guard leaving doesn't make some people start to find the exit or at least peek at the exit. I don't I don't think that will happen, but it can't help. The chemistry that Nemhard had with Kalkbrenner, the wars that Trey Alexander and Baylor Shireman have gone through with Nemhard, like it could impact those guys. I mean, Trey Alexander tweeted in response to the news that Nemhard was hitting the portal. Simply said, quote, this one hurt for real. So you just, you hope there isn't a domino effect of, w- with this thing. So now the, the coaches have the task of, A, making sure the current guys are in are, are good in the wake of, of this news with, with Nemhard leaving. And I'm sure Greg McDermott has had, already had meetings with Trey Alexander and Kalkbrenner and Baylor Shireman and those guys to keep them locked in on the team and make make sure everybody's in the right frame of mind. And B, they got to go now, they got to go find Ryan Emhard's replacement. And I would think Nebhard's a- absence, that spot is a pretty attractive landing spot for a high-level transfer guard. What's open now is the starting point guard spot on a preseason top 10 team, potentially. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. 
And there are some talented dudes in the portal, man. L.J. Cryer, Max A. Smith, just to name a few. Where Creighton will now be in the in the portal hard. Just this week, Creighton has now lost three guards to the portal. Ben Stolzberg, Sharif Mitchell, and now Ryan Emhard. So now they got some scholarships to give. And I'd imagine the activity will heat up quickly. So that is the other task for Greg McDermott and the staff right now. Go find the best player you can in the portal to fill that spot. It's going to be hard because Ryan Nemhard was a hell of a player. But given who Creighton could have coming back, given all that could be on deck for next year, and I would think Creighton's a pretty attractive landing spot, and I would think Creighton could have some pretty good options in the portal. So we'll see what happens. So there you go, a little, little gut instant reaction to, to the news with Nemhard transferring. I do want to say this, best of luck to Ryan Nemhard, even though it stings now. And again, I don't, I don't think it's, it, you know, I, it, hell of a two years at Creighton, my man. Hell of a two years at Creighton. Biggie's freshman of the year, ran the show at a high level, helped lead the team to a lot of winning, had an amazing game against Baylor in the NCAA tournament. So, again, even though I think you're making a little bit of a basketball mistake here with this decision, I have to salute you for the job that you did for two years at Creighton. I always liked R2 a lot. I always liked Nemhart a lot. Good dude, good player. Big salute to you, R2. Should be interesting to see the portal activity now for Creighton, though. I think it's going to heat up big time. A Heard at Sports Network production.